So, hey, thanks very much for joining me, Stein. Always, man. Good to finally catch up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like we've been trying to organize this um, interview for like half a year now. I mean, right from the get-go when uh, it released and just uh, crushed it out of nowhere. Uh, well, seemingly out of nowhere from um, us white movie journalists, but it seemed like uh, you knew exactly um, how this was going to go down. Um, I think, yeah, that's why from, from the writing stage, I knew um, that I was going to make the movie, I knew who the audience was, and the goal was to get it straight into the cinemas. Um, was, I wasn't going to take sort of just the usual approach of uh, making it, putting it into festivals and uh, trying to find a distributor. Um, I think I had a really clear idea that, cool, we're going to make this for the people. Um, worst case scenario, if it doesn't get picked up and we have to book out the cinema ourselves and sell tickets ourselves, then um, that's what we'll do. It was a... Uh, uh, that was the goal from the start. How well has this travelled um, ever since uh, touring it around New Zealand? Um, I think it's travelled uh, surprisingly well, and I think that's just a, uh, due to the to the really wide um, Samoan and Pacific diaspora uh, around the world, in particular in Australia uh, and uh, America. So it has, I think, it's travelled quite a, quite you know beyond what we ever thought. And so uh, we kind of saw as this movie was starting to take off that we could use this film as an opportunity to start uh, I guess making inroads into um, other locations that I guess New Zealand films don't usually go to. Have you seen um, a number of opportunities arise after releasing the film? Um, not, not really, to be honest. I think um, in terms of distributing the film, it's kind of been just head down and sort of um, having to sort of babysit it week by week. It's been an unconventional way of uh, distributing the film, so I haven't really had a chance to sort of, I guess, um, take take stock of what we're doing and uh, see what other opportunities have arisen. But uh, I guess the main thing is that if we do come through with another film to these uh, different locations in Australia and America, um, that the path has been set, and I know it'll be a lot easier to to get the film into the cinemas there. So the uh, the film is about uh, a New Zealand Samoan who. Um, who wants to be like a real islander in order to impress a girl, right? So he goes, yep. um, he goes over to uh, back home where he has to learn from the source, you know, from his cousins. Yep. Is this mm -hmm. in any way a self-reflective biopic? Um, no, no. <laughs> um, I don't think um, I'm as uh, disconnected as uh, uh, Adam, uh, protagonist in the film, is. Um, but I guess it's it's something that I guess. A lot of uh, Pacific Islanders who live away from home can identify with to some degree, uh, and the fact that you don't you do lose some of that connection to back home, some of the skills that your cousins back in the islands would have, and um, it, you know, it, culture is such an important part of it. And so, I've never really seen in, um, someone ever. Uh, you always you always hear stories of people going back and going, oh, going back to learn about my culture and connect and come back. And so, I thought that was just a really good premise in terms of being able to go back to the islands to learn something that you can't perhaps learn here in New Zealand. What often, um, is there anything that may frustrate you with um, New Zealand films that have gone past in uh, the way um, Polynesian culture is represented? Yes, if anything, it's just been sort of few and far between. Um, I think big exceptions would be like The Orator, which was, you know, perhaps just as left field as in White's Cousins. And in terms of being um, a Samoan film based in Samoa um, and completely in the Samoan language, um, but I, you know, if anything, it was just it was just really to see 
I guess, a Pacific Island representation. I think when I cast my mind back and trying to look at a template that I could follow, um, the Orator was one, and then before that was Junius, which was um, back in the early 2000s. Um, so, if anything, I knew that Three Wise Cousins would be quite notable in that respect. Is there, um, are there other areas you'd like to um, expand further, like in terms of genre? So, would you want to go from doing a comedy to doing maybe a thriller or um, doing an Oscar based type drama? Uh, I guess for me personally, I think comedy is perhaps uh, my, my strength and um, what our team was really good at. But perhaps moving into more action comedy genre, uh, something, I guess, like I just see something along those lines. You know, we're a good action film for coming from New Zealand, as um, you don't really see that often. Do you have anything uh, coming up in the works, or have you just been so um, head down, like you're saying? Um previously yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's just been straight ahead now <laughs> only recently have we um, sort of tied up the cinema release and now looking at the DVD uh, release so it's uh, lots of been learning along the way which is sort of I guess the, the whole goal as well of Three Wise Cousins was to see if we could do it but also learn from it for the future so well, nothing yeah. planned at the moment but hopefully in 2017 and when everything's uh, done and dusted I can start focusing on the next project what would you say is the uh biggest lesson you learned doing Three Wise Cousins? I'd say that um, I guess the biggest eye-opener was that uh, getting the film into cinemas wasn't as hard or I was just expecting a big bureaucratic process and a lot of red tape um, but in actual fact no, it was perhaps not really that hard in the sense that it's, you can call the your film manager at the cinema and if you have your film and they watch it and if they like it and they can see the commercial um, potential in it, then it's kind of a, it's, it's a done deal. Um, there was, it wasn't that easy for Three Wise Cousins. We still had to sort of prove that there was an audience for it. Um, but now that uh, we have sort of shown, hey, look, the Pacific Island audience can be quite a significant uh, audience. Um, it's, it's, I think that's the, the biggest lesson. It's not as hard as you think it is. And, um, it is possible to do it yourself. It's not um, an easy process. It takes a lot of work. But learning that, one, it's easy, but two, once you kind of have to sort of put aside your filmmaker's hat and put on a business hat. And, you know, after that, it's just about pushing your film up and being very clinical about it, treating it as a product. I'm sure the cinemas were also thanking you for all the business you would have driven into those cinemas as well. <laughs> yeah, I think they were... They're really happy, and I think um, concessions spiked during Three Wise Cousins. Now it'll probably um, you you're probably in the um, in the bank for calling Three Wise Cousins the biggest Polynesian film of 2016. But then Blade Disney had to uh, Louis, uh, release Moana near the end of this year. Um, it's uh, gone. It's gone huge attention in New Zealand, obviously, and throughout um, throughout specific parts of the world. Uh, for good and bad reasons, but uh, I just want to kind of get your general impression on what you take from Disney's Moana, whether, you have, whether you're just excited or have any sort of trepidations about it. Um, for me, I guess I'm excited. I think it's, uh, it's awesome that they would draw upon the Pacific for, I guess, for this particular story. And I know, I mean, hearing about them doing research back for quite a few years back, and so I know they would definitely put on the work, but just to see that sort of representation on the screen is what I'm excited about. Um, and it's I, and you got the rock in there, you know, 
I mean, that guy's a, a big box on his jaw and stuff. So it's cool that it's sort of uh, an opportunity for people outside the Pacific to see the Pacific in a different way. I mean, most of the time you always have to explain that Samoa is a real country. Um, <laughs> so, um, but for me, I'm excited. You know, there are, there's always issues and just think pieces around cultural appropriation and all that stuff. But for me, just, um, it, it seems genuine and it seems like, uh, like um, respectful uh, interpretation of uh, just specific mythology and at the same time you've got to remember it's sort of a family film so there's it, always going to be ways in which it has to be um, take the material and make it approachable absolutely hey thank you so much for talking with me and also I'm no so so stoked that this New Zealand film is coming out to Blu-ray which sometimes does not happen and it always makes me really sad. Oh, it's so funny you say that because, oh, I didn't realize how hard it was. And I can see why, um, I think you're speaking with some of the replicators here in New Zealand, or well, the main replicator down at Stebbings, why Blu-ray is so hard or to to do, you know. It's a lot more retake than DVD. But, I mean, for me, I know I would buy stuff on Blu-ray because I'm a big tech in HD to see things in HD. Yeah, I thought, oh, it's hard work and, not really a profitable route, but it's it's uh, something I would want.